0: What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph live I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews
1: with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living
0: their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman. As someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime
1: so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and
0: fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people, and we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning into Just Talking today. I'm so excited to bring to you my beautiful guest speaker here, Stephanie Noble. What up? Hey. She is an amazing
1: coach. She's an addiction counselor, and she is the wizard. The wizard of mindfulness. So, you guys, welcome Stephanie. Hello, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Yes, that's where today. Thank you for coming. And Today is the first time that we're recording, in here now we have, like, this cute little chair set up and everything. It's going to be so amazing. I know. It's so cute,
0: cool. Isn't it? It's, like, fun in
1: here. Yes. So, and we're recording it,
0: and so if you guys are a part of
1: Powerhouse on Facebook, um, you guys get to have these videos live, so it's pretty bad for you. I'm part of that group. Mm-hmm. Pretty, you like, are. Awesome. You are. Um. So, Stephanie is here today to talk to us about mindfulness, and, um... We just got on talking about some mindfulness throughout the day and it's just been like so amazing of what mindfulness really can do for you and can change your life and i'd love for you to tell our listeners and our i guess our viewers at this point now is um you know how that helped you get over limiting the beliefs and um you know your struggle with addiction and stuff
2: like that i think it's really important for us to bring awareness for addiction and how that really affects people yeah so i first learned about mindfulness in treatment and I wanted nothing to do with it. It was the most uncomfortable thing ever, sitting and trying to just mindfully breathe, paying attention to my thoughts, letting thoughts go. It was the worst. And I feel really bad for my mindfulness therapist. I was not nice to him, like, at all. It was sad. So I apologize to my mindfulness therapist. But um, so then it, I, I had to go through a relapse to kind of understand, holy shit, now I know what he was talking about, of mm. slowing down. When my thoughts come, I can put some space in between me and my thoughts, and I don't have to immediately act on them. Right. And that was hugely helpful, and just kind of this aha moment of like, oh my gosh, like I could have saved myself so much suffering had I just slowed down, paid attention, and then chosen a wiser path, Yeah. instead of just... I think of using and I go use or whatever. Mm. And it's still, I mean, I'm in recovery now for years and I still use it of like thoughts can come up li- limiting beliefs can come up and I don't have to like live there. I don't have to continue that down that rabbit hole of those thoughts where I can just kind of, Oh, I'm going to let that go and right. choose something else because it's not serving me. Right. So, I love that. I love that. so that's how I like got introduced to it. And then since that, kind of aha moment, I've just gone all in with mindfulness. Um, I love that mindfulness is like a practice too, right? So you said you've
1: been doing it for years now. So how crazy of a journey has it been for you of just like going on this beautiful path and seeing your awareness from starting it four years ago to now and like the beauty of that practice and what would you say has been maybe some ups and some, some downs of that to help people realize like it's not just a straight and narrow path, like it yeah. is a journey. It's, drag- drag- yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's like going through monkey. Stop practicing. Yeah, that. like I don't get to just like we've talked about before. Like you don't know, just get to go to the gym for one year and then just be done. Like I don't get to do mindfulness practices for a year and yeah. then be mindful the rest of my life. It's a consistent right. thing and ups and downs. Sometimes, sometimes my practice feels seamless and feels really authentic and aligned and then other times I feel like I'm fighting and I'm not as mindful or life gets in the way and I'm not as centered and grounded so but that's part of it right and with because I've been practicing mindfulness so much those days where it's not as easy I can respond to it better. Right. So when you're actually aware of out, like, you're like, oh, okay, this is just one of those days. Yeah. I really have to
1: practice mindfulness. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's just a day like going back to the kind of gym analogy or some days where you really have to work out a little bit harder because maybe, maybe you did something, maybe you ate some, something you should have over the weekend or yeah. maybe you're just like, you know what? I really just need to like shock my body. I need to work in a little bit different today. Yeah. And it's just that it's like going back to that. And there's going to be some days that are harder, some days that are easier, mm-hmm. but it's sticking with it and being consistent with it. Because you know how much better it helps you become. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this before, but it's like, would you say you, through mindfulness, you become more aligned with like who you really are meant to be? And what is that process, would you say?
2: Yes. So I think like the trifecta. So mindfulness needs to be preceded by my intention, my morality, that I'm going into this practice for a reason mm. for a good reason right. and then my mindfulness practice whether that's mindful breathing my mind, let body scans progressive muscle relaxation mindful driving whatever you know anything like that and then it needs to be followed with compassion kindness forgiveness serving oh, others right. getting out of self so that's like that's a, what makes it so beautiful is just like i go into it with this beautiful intention i do the practice and then i bleed out this compassion into the world. Yes. I love that. And I love the word intention because for me, intention is
1: how I am, can be mindful because I'm yes. setting an intention to be mindful. Yeah. And so every morning I wake up, so long I just wake up and I'm just always in like the best mood ever. Yeah. yeah people ask me all the time. People that are, I'm like, yeah why well it's because it, but it's, it's a choice morning. your mood is a choice right yeah. and i know that i want to love the morning and the morning is like my alone time and so i yeah. do wake up like excited for that that's so i crave that like alone, alone space yeah and um it's the only time that i ever am like alone like is it in that setting you know and that's like my mindfulness and then choosing an intention for the day and sometimes that intention can change throughout the day based on what's going to happen or what goes on or whatever it can happen but i think for setting an intention helps you choose mindfulness. Yeah. Um, How do you help, like, your clients with kind of deciding or helping them, like, through different ways of being mindful and, like, choosing intentions and, like, being intentional with just, like,
2: your life, like,
1: your life, living a life of true intent, I think. And I know that's what I talked about last week on my podcast, but it's, like, really intentional living is mindful living because you're choosing to be aware and then you're realizing the power of choice and, like, just that word... And how that does to your brain, like, okay, you're like a brain guru, so like, I want you to bring up like all the brain stuff because I like that to me is just the most powerful thing. And I and I love that people can see like through positive psychology and through really rewiring of your brain, like, you really can you can really let go of so much and you can oh, heal yeah. yourself so much. And I love that there's all this science that it's not just think positive and your life's gonna change and I used to think that. I used to like, oh, I'm just super
0: optimistic, and people would like come
1: at me so hard, like so hard. I was like early in my career at my old company. So I was like, well, guys, we're just going to do it. To be but, like You can't just be optimistic. Like, we're having a business to run here. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. my bad.
2: And so you can think that way, but what are you following? Like, what actions and behavior are you following it up with? So, right. So go, go ahead. To, like um, you asked how I help my clients. Yes. So coaching-wise, it's the routines, setting intentions, And then I go through, like, a whole module on mindfulness of mindful breathing, body scans, all that kind of stuff. But, and then as a counselor, it's kind of just, I can't force them to. (laughs) They're not paying me to teach them that. But it's, like, I can offer these skills and these gifts to people, but it really has to be, like, your thing. Like, going back to my experience with it, at first I was, like, yeah. like I did not want to do it and then until I learned for myself and saw how it could have helped yeah did I pick it up yeah. so um yeah just through different practices and then the what for the brain thing um thank god for neuroplasticity that our brains can change especially for people in, a, in Oh, addiction. doesn't it make you just
1: so grateful oh, for yeah.
2: just your body in general
1: just like oh. just for life in general but it's like your body heals itself. Your body can do so much for you. The things we do to our poor bodies and our Mm -hmm. poor minds. And it still like is giving us life. And then it will let us heal and change and be like, okay,
2: fine. We'll take off that coat. Like let's put a new one on. Like it's just so crazy. So thankfully. Yeah. Especially for people like me. But yeah, so uh the mindfulness stuff, it's evidence based. Like we talked about, I like evidence based things. I won't (laughs) facts. I want proof that it's going to work. So with mindfulness practices, it kind of slows down the amygdala, which is your fight, flight, or freeze your animal brain. That's like, that's what makes us the same as survival. Right. So it's just this very reactive. And that's that's how we're conditioned to our whole life.
1: I would say is like, we're conditioned to just be in the survival reactive mode versus I want to thrive. I want to live. I want to like oh
0: let's run the world like like, run your life like
1: you know and like yes okay keep going so then the
2: uh prefrontal cortex is more i don't know more lit up and that's where all executive functioning is that's where my decision making is problem solving skills my morals my values my my personality is there so instead of being this reactive person Mm -hmm. i can just What path do I want to take? This old way of being that didn't serve me as well, or just this new way of this is going to serve my greater good. Am I going to take that path? Right. So really, it really changes your brain with consistent practice, just like your body changed drastically with all the gym stuff. And if you do yoga, your body, right? Like it's just mindfulness will change your brain. A 100%.
1: And just, and it changes your brain and through that you change your life because everything starts and ends in your mind. Whatever you think about, you become about. Whatever you think about is what you you create your perception, you create your reality because you attach the feeling to that, right? And if you're choosing to live in a victim mindset, then that's your, becomes your reality. If you're choosing to live in like, wow, what's the gift of this? What's the beauty of this? What's the beautiful lesson of it? How can I choose to see this from a different sort of lens? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful what that does so that brings you in tune with who you're created to be and then it brings you this mindfulness because you're like holy cow like you're so thankful for the journey so you're no longer seeing it as it held you back you're seeing it as the gift that pushed you forward yes and I don't know let's talk about that like gratitude just in general and like gratefulness and how that comes with mindfulness
2: yeah um well, going, I want to talk to, about okay, something sorry. really quick, yeah. like what you were just talking about, how it yeah. starts in the mind and things like that, and how, what life do we yeah. end up getting because yeah. of that. So I love that, yeah. The behavior chain is something happens, right? A trigger. We instantly have a thought, which, which creates an emotion, right. which creates an action, which creates a consequence or a result. Right. So the thoughts is the first thing that we can actually interrupt, that we can right. change, and... Do something differently before we get lost in the emotions, the actions, and then the results of it. So, right, the thoughts if through mindfulness I'm aware of my thoughts, I can let them go, I can choose different ones, you know, I can slow down and not just react to them. So, that's so early on in the behavior chain. So, if we can do that and master that, then the rest of it is way more purposeful, it's way more intentional, and it's going yes. to get us the results that we want. Well, I'm just asking yourself why creates mindfulness in itself
1: yeah. because most of the time we don't even, we don't even know why we actually think something or, or why, why we we've never make a to even believe it. It's like, well, why, why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. And then it, most people kind of, they're like, well, it's just what my parents taught me. It's where it's the it's environment that I'm in. Says. It's what I thought. So like, I love doing this uh, process with my clients. i like, have you, I'll ask you this. Have you has ever been a vegetable that you thought you didn't like? And so you just never tried it.
2: Yeah, I don't like tomatoes, but I have tried them. Okay.
1: Well, let's say if there's ever anything that you've never have tried, because you just assumed you weren't, you didn't like it. I don't
2: think. It going to so. be a vegetable. It could be anything. Um. No, I've like tried almost okay everything. Well, I love your mind, but I don't love onions, and my dad hates onions, so I think for a minute, like. Me, my sister, and my brother, we grew up thinking we hated onions because my dad hated onions. Yeah. Come to find out my sister likes them. Yeah. I still don't like them, but I get that's yeah, yeah, what you're concept. saying. Yeah, right? yeah. We like, like that. We go our whole lives
1: thinking we don't like something, so we just don't try it. Because we, we were just just told it. Right. Or because we, or we were what, around someone the first time they were like, Ew, I don't like it. you are like, oh, I must not like mushrooms either because they didn't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I used to hate sushi because so I thought, because I was around people who didn't like sushi, and so I was like, oh, I, I must not like sushi, unless you did, must taste Yeah. And then I finally tried sushi, I was like, oh my god, it's the best thing of my life, why have I not had this every day? And yeah. then I became, like, slightly obsessed with it. Yeah. But, it, like, my whole life, I, I missed out on this amazingness, because I just think, I thought I didn't like it, I thought I didn't like fish. Yeah. But really, I just never had tried it, and so it's like, sometimes we think we might not like it, but you have to just try it. Like, have you ever really tried just to ask yourself why or tried to figure out why you really believe in that? Try to figure out what do I, what do I actually mean? What do I know about myself? Because the more you get to know about yourself, you're like, whoa, actually, I have, why do, why have I been doing this my whole life? I actually hate it. Like, yes. and it's just crazy. Just that internal talk that brings that that one question of why. can we we're not up mindfulness. Slowing
2: down and thinking, Paying attention to our thoughts, we're just letting them run the show, yes. and then we're in that behavior chain of, now I feel something because of this thought. Now I do something because of this feeling. Now I get something because of what I did. Like it's just a never-ending cycle, of autopilot. Right. Where I'm not being intentional. I'm not slowing down to think. Is this something I believe? Is this something I like? Is this not something I like? Right. Is this you know? Is this feeling? Even warranted because of right. these thoughts, so right. it just slows things down, which is so counterintuitive to what our society tells us. We're such a fast-paced, yeah. instant gratification kind of society. So, yes. it, so it's challenging to be mindful in a world like this. Right, but it is so worth it. Well, and I think it's almost needed more because of the world yeah. that we live in now. Because we don't
1: have, you know, not go out in nature. You just don't go. You have to like plan it versus like before people would walk places they do like all these different stuff right just like being more in tune just to like settle into the day versus just like letting the day run you. yeah and even like for people here like, if, if you turn on like Netflix you get a hundred options so it's not like you're always constantly like on, on overload like you're just like whoa there's so many opportunities so just many options so much stuff coming in being consumed by it even when you're driving like you're seeing so much and you're just like like on full blast and so it makes us addicted to eating that it's like even now, Amazon's doing like same day shipping. What we can't, like, we can't just, you know, and I it's, like, it's and crazy. The world of instant gratification is why we have such an epidemic of so much is because people can't just hold out and like put in the work for freaking 90 days or however many days you want to do it. I personally believe it takes 90 days to create a legitimate habit, a little bit ch- legitimate change.
2: But it's like, yeah, hey, the 21 day thing. I'm like, mm, I think I that's, would never tell my clients. No, my
1: addiction. <laughs> no, well, 21 days, I think, gets you aware. Mm-hmm. It brings out to your, like, I, okay, I'm seeing what I'm doing here. Yeah. And then it's, you got to stick that out for another 21 days. You got to make it to the 60, day, day, between, like, day 60 and 65 is my firm belief. And then after that, you're, you see, like, what you can really be, and you might go back and self-sabotage for a second because you're really afraid of it.
2: Mm-hmm. But if you can
1: push back through there, that's the one percenters. Those are the ones who finish the 90 days. Those are the ones who create different habits. Those are the ones yeah. who actually change their life. But it's if you can make it past the 21-day mark,
2: because that's a lie we told ourselves. And, then <laughs> yeah, we and that's where that. the mindfulness could interrupt a recurring pattern right? of like, right. yeah, I get to the 21 days, I give up, and I slide back to what's comfortable, yep. or I slide back to these old beliefs yep. and patterns yep. and habits yep. and behaviors. So yeah, if you can get to that point, and then it's the, oh, I want to give in, I want to give up. Yep. Like to dissect that. Where is yeah. that? And sound exactly? ask why. Yeah. Why and just let it go and do the next thing yeah. that you were already doing? And do five, four, three, two, one. Like I use Mel
1: Robbins. Like Oh yeah. You know, like I just for moving that. And five, four, three, two, 1, And just get back right out of your check. Yeah. Or to show up at the gym. Just put whatever it is, whatever it is that you're working on, just do it. Yeah. Because you've got to let the habit start to take over, and your te your re in my opinion, you're rewiring your brain in that sense to be like, nope, this is what we need to have. Yeah. And you kick out the old habit, you change it, and through physiology, through movement, through actually acting out versus just thinking it because it's great to think it but if you don't go then act on it right away your brain doesn't actually sense like oh this is who we are now okay and then asking your brain why your brain opens up a file and it can't close it and your brain wants to close the file it's like we cannot work until the file is closed we can't go to bed yet and so if you're asking yourself why it becomes your own self-discovery path because your brain wants to figure out why you thought that way and it's crazy what
2: one three-letter word yeah can change in your life yeah now. And yeah, and thoughts can change your brain, like the physiology. Yeah, of talk your about brain. that. And behavior. So, with thoughts and behaviors, we're opening up new neural pathways to replace old ones. Yes. Like we talk about this in the addiction treatment field because for so long it's I use, mm-hmm. I use, I drink, I numb. That neural pathway is deep. Yeah. And it is just so easy, and it's so easy. And the way to close it, our our brains are very high functioning and sufficient and efficient. They want an easy way to do things and yeah. we convolute it so much. So if we have this old way of being and this old pathway of like, this is what I do. This is what I do. Instead yeah. of, and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be addiction. Addiction just happens to be the most yep. intense version of this. Yeah. But instead of going to the gym, I go get donuts or I binge eat or I whatever that looks like. Yep. So it's, it's hard at first, but then eventually, if you choose a new way of being and you get past that 21 day mark, yeah. you get to the 90 days. Yeah. This other pathway is closing absolutely because your brain. Is and I love how you said it's a deep rut. It's like because you really have to like repack the dirt
1: and like fill that that hole. So it's taking them all the, the construction I was struggling. in Utah. Y'all, yeah. ha- you know, it takes a while for a road to get taken care of, right? It's okay, always so. It's just, like that, yeah, and it's
2: being patient. And so in those times of am I going to fall back in my own pattern or am I going to continue on this more purposeful path? Be mindful, right? Because you have that moment of waiting. Like as fast as this world moves, you have the moment to wait and then to choose, which will close up this other path. I think and then you get to choose to slow down.
1: And then when you slow down, you can actually speed up.
2: Oh, yes. I never understood that. I'm like, uh, you do yeah. not
0: slow down to speed up. No, this is a lie. No.
1: Because <laughs> you're like, energized your bunny. <laughs> uh, we speed up to speed up. let yeah, you We know? go fast. Yeah, and we do not slow down. And learning to how to slow down and to not judge myself to slow down or to feel guilty
2: has been probably the hardest part of mindfulness for me. Um, the judgment. Yeah. That's the hardest part for everyone. Right? Because as humans, that's what we do. Why? Tell us about that. Because we want the world to make sense. We want to feel safe. We want to know what box I'm putting this in so that I know what's happening in my surroundings. So I feel safe, but we kind of take it to the next level of like, I'm going to start judging these people on what they're wearing. I'm going to start judging this culture. I'm going to start, you know, yeah. because I need to be right and safe all the time. Right. And so if we can drop the judgments, yeah. or at least practice dropping the judgments, right. We have to judge some things because if the yeah. car's coming at us, we need to know to move, so we're gonna judge. Like, oh, them. I'm sorry, I'm, never mind. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. but to just like notice when the judgments come up and let them go, right? And just like, what it, it, right. is it as it is? What are the facts without the story? Yeah. And to just let that go, and I think,
1: and to more of like our woman audience, I think a lot of women hold on to that in their body weight, and there's a lot of weight and guilt and shame in that, and especially for moms, like we get and like just a small perfectionism, just perfectionism in general for for men and women is that it makes us feel like we have to do everything so perfect and we just judge ourselves so much. And then our mindfulness is just judgment rather than anything else. And so then you're in this constant rut of comparison and judgment and like, it literally makes you so unhappy. And it's just a choice to choose like, wait, I don't want to think that way anymore. I I want to be different than that. And then just choosing that and then it's bringing that awareness up and being like, wow, okay, me judging less brings my heart to just be open and to Mm -hmm. love more. And then you love yourself more because it, you're judging yourself
2: less. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, just I'm, I'm a perfectionist myself. Yeah. I, I work on it, but it's hard. Yeah. But like the more, the work I've done around it is I have the limiting belief that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set the Wait, bar. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Shocker, right? No. no, I i think I'm the first one. I think so. We should yeah. probably, for sure document that. No, I do think i ever yeah. said that. Yeah. Absolutely. But so because of that, which I think everyone has, I'm not good enough. I set the bar so high the perfectionism right. so that I always fall short so then I validate that I am not good enough right. so it's just a vicious cycle of the judgment I I'm not good enough yep. I'm judging myself yep. I better do the best of the best the most of the yep. most oh but I never can because it's unattainable yep. then oh I'm validated yep. so I think everything kind of goes back to uh, we all operate on our beliefs mm-hmm. like that's where all it, all of it comes from
1: absolutely And then just realizing that you have the power to change that and the choice and just by being mindful and choosing to do that and showing up that way and then how that what that does what that overcomes and just how much that can really help you just to live a completely different life and just be consistent yeah Mm -hmm. i love it yeah what would be your um a book you
2: recommend to our audience about mindfulness anything john cavinson okay he's like the godfather of all things mindfulness okay he was one of the first to bring it to the west he was top aisle the eastern buddhist so he knows knows what's up yeah and he founded mbsr mindfulness-based stress reduction in massachusetts so he has one mindfulness in plain english was for like beginners and stuff uh wherever you go there you are then he has like a four or five book series of like meditation is not what you think and all these kind of things, right? Because I think a lot of people have this misconception about mindfulness, that it's just this like, I'm just sitting on a mountain and same with meditation, right? But mindfulness, like I'm just sitting on a mountaintop and like, I have no thoughts. So if that's not what it is, then I'm doing it wrong. I can't meditate. I can't be mindful. And it's not that mindfulness is just, at all. Paying attention to the present moment yep. on purpose, yes. non judgmentally, yes. for a higher self understanding yes. and for more wisdom. Right. And it can be mindful breathing, body scans, progressive muscle relaxation, mindful driving, yes. mindful showering. Yes. Exactly. Mindful anything to get us out of autopilot where we're just more intentional. Yeah. We're paying attention to our yes. thoughts, our body sensations. Yes. Get in your body more. It's wise. Yes. It it's so things. wise.
1: Yeah. It will tell you what you need. And it's like, be, just being in tune with yourself, being aligned with yourself, and just checking in will tell you so much of what you need, and asking yourself what you need, and seeing and like, and using If your body hurts in specific areas, it might be trying to tell you something. Check, Check in with it. Ask it. If you are having a hard time speaking your truth, maybe your throat might be a little itchy. Yeah. Maybe, like, there's just some different things. If like your body really does try to tell you things to help you be like, hey, here's some alertness, Like it's not just that you're reacting into anxiety or whatever, maybe it's like, it's helping you to ask yourself, like, what's really going on mm-hmm. and check in with yourself. And your body is smarter
2: than you think. So oh, check in. It's way smarter than you think. Right? And mindfulness was actually used in the beginning to help chronic pain patients mm-hmm. where medication wasn't enough for pain. So mindfulness was helping. So like with body scans, I'm going to breathe awareness into the tension in my body like I had a knee injury that I don't just have physical pain with but emotional pain with it because it caused a lot of Further addiction issues in my Mm -hmm. life, right? So Because of the emotional attachment I have to it when I would do body scans I would skip right over my knee I was like "Mm -mm, I'm not going there because I have an emotional attachment to it Then I was told that's where you need to spend the most time is in your knee and as I did that and I breathed Mindfulness into it, and I focused on it, and I let it be as it is, and I dropped the story around it. Yeah. It doesn't hurt as bad as I always thought it did. Right, and it's wild because my emotional attachment made it worse. Yeah, and in Buddhism, that's what they say: attachment is the cause of suffering. Mm-hmm. So I had an attachment to this. Isn't that crazy? And I made it worse.
1: It wasn't as painful as I it's thought. It's like we're doing to ourselves. We literally hurt ourselves mm-hmm. just because we keep. Li- Sorry, my eyelash keeps like coming out. Oh, we keep good? like reliving our past. We keep reliving in a moment. That we don't need to even go to, it. you might not even realize that you keep reliving it, and until you actually come aware to it, and yeah. you're like, What I've been hurting my knee this whole—I've been the knee slapper. Like, yeah. what? What's been going on? What? Are you yeah. Saying, what if you, it was not you? Me? <laughs> what? Just that thing. really is real. What? Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just paying attention to your body. Your body will tell you emotions before your brain can make sense mm-hmm. of them. Body holds trauma, so just to be in your body yeah. and to listen to what that has to say has helped yes. a lot too um that oh yeah that helped me so much through my trauma was like through hot yoga
1: was about that because I yes. just had to be so in tune in the moment to make it through <laughs> like like it's just you're gonna die you feel like and then you're then having to stare at myself in the mirror that's what really like helped me just to like let go and like realize where my trauma was in that moment and like it really started from my head learning how to realize it right and then mm-hmm. working all the way down to my toes yeah. because it was then it was still like how I saw myself so it's like my mind and it was really how I saw myself. Then yeah. it was how I spoke to myself. Then it was how I let myself love myself. Yes. And then it was where I was carrying it. And it was, like, letting myself see all that and, like, just releasing it. And then, like, legit, like,
2: shitting it out. Like, I'm not kidding, but you literally – And like then stepping into something yes. better and, like, ch- having the ability to choose. Yeah. It. I love it, that yeah. whole thing you just said. I it's, it's – it's, yeah, it's mind, body, soul. It is. And it's that – Process and
1: then I think when you get to your feet, it's when you step into who you want to be yeah. and you you don't go back.
2: And like I'm choosing a different path, yeah.
1: And that's the choice. That's the beauty of that. It's yeah. the beauty of life is that every day you get a choice. And if you are on the verge right now of like leveling up or leveling down, just remember you always get a choice. I think it's so important, right? And like. Oh yeah. Um, you're always, always one decision away from something different in your life. And whether that be a good thing or a bad thing, it's all just what you decide to think of it. Yeah. Like that mindfulness of that. And I don't know, so what would be, what would be something you want to motivate
2: our listeners with with that, with your mindfulness and to just look into it, slow down, just be with your breath. Like in times of anxiety or stress or whatever, your breath is always in the present moment. So you can always anchor your body and breath are always in the present moment. It's our minds that go back and forth from past to future, past to future. So to just be in your body, Mm -hmm. notice it, pay attention to your breath and just start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And just know that it's not an overnight thing. Like I've been doing it for years and sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not, but it is what it is. So it's always going to like, it just, it allows me to respond to life in a much calmer way. <laughs> I love that. Versus just reacting. Yeah. And then when we react, we're not
1: always our best self. Yeah. And so, I think, and mean, we talked about that a little bit earlier, too, It's yeah. like, it helps you be proactive, and it even helps you be more aware of, like, your time and who, how you are with everything. It yeah. Just, it brings awareness to your whole entire life. It's not just, like, one area, it's, like, your yeah. whole freaking life.
2: Yeah. yeah, and it just builds you up to be this grounded, aligned person with, that has good intentions. Right. And is stepping, with purpose yeah. and so when life happens, which it always will, I just get to choose how to respond. Exactly. Because that's the only thing I have control over. Yeah. Isn't that isn't it cool though we have control? Yeah. Like because I used to want to control everything. Everybody everyone. else I <laughs> want to control how you think of me. I want to control what these people who I can't see think of me. Yeah. I want to control everything and how exhausting. So to oh know that, like, high, yes. that is none of my shit. That's right. none of my business, but I get to manage how I show up in the world, yep. how I return to my breath, yep. and how I respond to life. I love it. So it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I love it. Uh,
1: well, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about you, or how can they reach out to you if they want to do some one on coaching with you? If they want to just connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
2: Uh, on Instagram, it's at Noble Willow. Is Perfect. my coaching business. Uh, Facebook is just Stephanie Noble. Which you I gotta think. add the wizard in there or something. I know. Since we're going you know, Noble Willow Wizard. wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll the willow talk. tree. The willow <laughs> tree has a lot of symbolism it of does. just being mindful and growing in places it sure. shouldn't, and just being able to bend without breaking. So that was a, that's why I called my course "Bending Without Breaking," which will it. open in January. Yeah. But one-on-one coaching, if you want to do that, reach out to me and. I'm gonna do some workshops and stuff. And I'm gonna have you come to teacher. Okay, you got it, girlfriend. Of yeah. However, I can help support you. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank just keep you. Killing it. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming on
1: and being here today, and just being mindful of me and teaching me mindfulness and just like yes. being you. You're beautiful and you're so amazing. Thank you. I hope you guys all connect. And I kind of forgot that we were recording for most of it, so I was just like really attuned to this.
0: I'm like, I literally was turned from the camera the whole time. Sorry, y'all.
2: So hello, here we are. Hey. I tried
1: to look a little uh, bit, but I'm like. But it's I'm just gonna yeah, me. it's just it, yeah. And isn't that funny too?
2: But you make so much more direct eye contact now
1: with my clients. Oh friends. yeah, Like it's crazy. Sometimes
2: much. people say it intimidates them because yeah. I don't break my like I don't break eye contact. Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, I'm sorry, and they get my like attorney. awkward about it. They're like,
1: oh, "Stop looking at me." Like, "Oh, sorry, was yeah. that, was that, was that too much?" In my well, because I want to see the world,
2: and I want to be. I nice want to see it from you. your view, though. Like, yeah. I want to
1: make such intense eye contact with you, so I can see what you're seeing. Like, yeah. I feel like it helps me, you know. Some people are lyric here. This, yes, yeah, here. I'm like, let's ride the wave. Let's yeah, ride I'm the
2: wave. So.
1: But anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning into just talking.
0: Um, make sure you go follow
1: Stephanie. You guys can learn a time from her if you're local. You guys can you guys do her workshops. And again, thank you, thank you so much. And you guys just have the best day of your lives. Ask yourselves why. Challenge yourself with some mindfulness. Check out some ways to meditate. Just, you know, try to be aware. Tune into you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Be present. Hey, all right. Have the best day of your lives. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Talking. I truly appreciate all your love and support. If you love what you heard today and you want to know more, maybe you're interested in coming to a live event. Maybe you want me to come to one of your events. Maybe you want to do some group coaching, some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you want to mastermind and just come and hang out and bring up some amazing ideas, get some awesome goal setting. Maybe you want to be on my podcast. Maybe you just want to talk to me, whatever it may be. I love to hear from you. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know of everything that's going on with power House and with me, you can follow at Steph Iliff, S-T-E-F-I-L-I-F-F. You can also check out my website at www.findyourinnerpowerhouse.com. Um, or you can go ahead and send me an email on my website or message me on Instagram or Facebook. i love to connect with you and just hear from you and support you and show you all the love and support that you show me. Thank you so much for tuning into Just Talking. Have the best day of your life. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And Also, if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you your fill on that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.